Well, welcome to the Miami Church Podcast. My name is Greg, and I am so glad that you are listening right now. Listen, man, life is hard, but we are here to help you. And so I hope you enjoy today's message. And man, our, our, our real prayer and our real hope is that, that the message today will help you take your next step in your faith journey. Enjoy. I had only been in Chicago for a few weeks. I had moved there for this exciting career opportunity. You know, when you go to a new city, new everything. New city, new community, new opportunities, new restaurants, new friends. And then one of my new friends, he, he says to me one day, really out of the blue, hey, Greg, you need to see a therapist. Hey, nice, nice to meet you as well. It's in your face. Now, years later, with some perspective, I can look back on 20-something Greg, and I can see, I can kind of get it. I can see why this guy would say that. I can see what was happening. I have a clearer picture of what he was seeing in me. You see, 20-something Greg, my heart, from within, deep within, my, my heart, my heart was, was leaking. It was spilling out. And, and I wasn't aware at the time. I didn't see it at the time. I didn't know it at the time, but I was leaking. My heart was leaking. And I was leaking out in anger. And I was leaking out in jealousy and envy, and I was leaking out in guilt and fear and insecurity and pride in my heart, deep inside of me, my, my, my heart, the heart. You know, what, you know what I'm talking about when I say the heart, like your heart? You know what I'm talking about? That deep inside, your, your core. I mean, we say things, the common things that are like, oh, well, she broke my heart, or he broke my heart, or, or oh, that hurts my heart. The heart. It's, it's that mysterious, wonderful, confusing part of you. The, the heart. The heart, it's what enables you to love. It's the heart that enables you to laugh. It's the heart of you that enables you to fear and experience life. The heart. You know, it's the spear in which relationships happen. It's the spear in which relationships are broken. Here's what I know about the heart. Your heart, my heart. Life can be really hard on the heart. And, and whether it's, it's overt or whether it's subtle, over time we, we develop habits that slowly erode the heart's sensitivity. And, and over time the heart can easily become calloused by, by pain and by disappointment, by unmet expectations. And what happens is this causes you and me to begin to set up walls, to begin to set up uh, walls around your heart. 
And it's understandable. I mean, again, life is hard on the heart, and it happens to you. It happens to me. But the truth is, it's easy for your heart to get out of sync with the rhythm it was created to maintain. And if left alone, if left unchecked, the the walls, the the callousness, it can actually linger for a lifetime. And so I ask, I ask you today, how's your heart? What's going on in your heart? Like, how are things in your heart? Not, not your career, not your job, not your family, not your bank account, not your finances, your heart. How's it going in your heart? A few months ago, I was sitting here in 2150 in a meeting with some leaders, and, and most of these leaders are business guys who love me, who love our church. And one of them, he was actually a finance guy, he says to me, hey, Greg, how are you? He was saying, hey, Greg, how's your heart? And immediately I started responding or some threats. And I'll never forget, he, heard, he listened to me for a few minutes. He said, no, 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 stop. Not, not, not Miami Church, not your job. How are you? What's going on in your heart? What's happening in there? What's happening inside? Now, today we're beginning a conversation that I'm so excited about. We're going to have over the summer, and we're calling this conversation Unclean. And and the big question that we're asking, and this really underlines underlies this entire conversation, is, is what's going on in your heart? What is it that's controlling your life? What is it that is controlling your heart? What is the condition of your heart? And for some of us, we know, and for some of us, we're unaware. I mean, you may know, but I believe really most of us are unaware. And the truth is that something, these emotions, these emotions in your heart, they're controlling you, they're controlling your life. In fact, the subtitle of this message series is, is how do we say no to the emotions that compete for control? Unclean. How to say no to the emotions that compete for for control. Now, all of us, at a, from an early age, we're taught to monitor our behavior, right? You monitor behavior, it keeps you out of trouble, it helps you in your personal and professional relationships. But is that the goal? Is that your life goal, behave well? I mean, many churches and even Christians would have you believe this. But Jesus was interested in more than your behavior. In fact, he invites you into something deeper. He invites you to take monitoring a step further. Jesus' focus was on your heart, the heart. This is what matters. This is what you need to pay attention to. What is going on in your heart? Monitoring our behavior is not enough. We got to pay attention to our heart. Now, there was a guy named Matthew, very interesting guy. He was a tax collector, trader, turned follower of Jesus. And he was an eyewitness to this interesting conversation that Jesus had. In fact, th- this is one of those conversations when you're, you're reading this, you're going like, is this really in the Bible? Did Jesus really say that? It's found in Matthew chapter 15, and let, let's read it together. Uh, Matthew says that some of the Pharisees and some of the teachers of the law came from Jerusalem to see Jesus, and they asked, why don't your disciples obey the elders' teaching? And the disciples, they don't wash their hands before they eat. 
Now these Pharisees, they're, they're temple religious leaders. They had traveled from Jerusalem up north to Galilee because word of Jesus was spreading. And they come up and they, they ask him about the tradition of the elders. Now, the traditional rules of the, the elders, referred to collectively as the oral Torah, was known only by a few leaders. Remember, there's no printing press. These are oral traditions. And basically, Jesus is saying, hey, I don't buy it. The rules were created to keep Jews from accidentally eating something, or the traditions, they, they just make God seem petty and small. And, and look how Jesus responds to their question. And why don't you obey God? What obey God's command? You would rather follow your own teachings. See, God's commands your traditions. And Jesus points out an example of their hypocrisy when they use their tradition to bypass their responsibility to their parents. Verse 6. So they do not need to honor their father and mother with their gift. You make the word of God useless in order to follow your own teachings. That's your t- you pretenders. Isaiah was right when he prophesied. And then Jesus quotes from Isaiah, who was a prophet in the Old Testament. These people honor me with what they say, but look what he says. But their hearts are far away from me. Their their worship doesn't mean anything to me. They teach nothing but human rules. Jesus is saying, hey, they've learned to say all the right things. They learned to go through the right motions on the outside. But what does Jesus really care about inside of you? Deep inside of you, your heart. Verse 10, Matthew says that Jesus called the crowd to him and he said, hey, listen and understand. It's Jesus' way of saying, hey, pay attention. Look what he says, verse 11. What goes into someone's mouth does not make them a clean, unclean. Accidental eating of food, not washing your hands according to tradition. Come on, this is petty. God is not small and petty. He's not, God's not like some kind of gotcha guy. That's not it. Jesus says, it's what comes out of the mouth that makes them unclean. And then watch this. Jesus has, this is a mic drop moment. Jesus drops the mic and walks away. And and Matthew records the follow-up conversation, the conversation he has with his disciples. Verse 12, Matthew says that the disciples came to Jesus and asked him, do you know that the Pharisees were angry when they heard this? Jesus is like, Leave the Pharisees. They are blind guides. If, if one blind person leads another blind person, both of them will fall into the pit. Now, again, he's not dissing their dietary laws or even the, the Pharisees, but, but he's saying they are misguided. And Peter says, explain this to us. Don't you understand yet, Jesus asked them. And in the next part of this conversation that Matthew records, we catch a glimpse of what Jesus values most and what we should value most. Verse 17, don't you see that everything that enters the mouth goes into the stomach and then out the body? And you're like, okay, Jesus, is this coming out of bathroom humor? You eat, you digest, you expel. We get this, okay? I see this every day. But don't you see that everything that enters the mouth goes into the stomach and then out the body? But the things that come out of a person's mouth come from the heart. They originate from within, from the core, from the inside, from our heart. Those are the things that make someone unclean. 
Now, again, this word unclean here is, is a word defile. It, it's the idea is it puts one at odds with people and puts ones at odds with God. And Jesus, what he's saying here, he's saying it's the heart, your heart, the overflow of the heart, that your heart is overflowing or your heart is showing or your heart is leaking. And what comes out of our mouths can put us at odds with people and put us at odds with God. And here's the big idea. See, Jesus is saying, hey, it comes from within. It originates in the heart, the overflow of the heart. Your heart is leaking. And what did my friend in Chicago see? He saw that my heart was leaking. I didn't see it, but he saw it. Your heart is leaking, and your heart is leaking, and your spouse, your kids, your coworkers, your friends, people around you, your heart is leaking something, and your heart is showing. And you may not be aware of it. You may not know it. But it is. And Jesus continues in verse 19. He says, evil thoughts come out of a person's hearts. Well, what kind of thoughts? Thoughts of murder and adultery and sexual sins and stealing and false witness and telling lies about others and greed and anger and deceit and immorality and theft and arrogance and and bad judgments. Those are the things that make you unclean. But eating without washing your hands does not make you unclean. Now, the application of what Jesus is saying is really the goal of this entire message series. The goal of this idea. It's it's for you and me to do some serious heart work. I mean, what's going on in there, inside of you? How's your heart? What are the emotions that are seeking to control you. See, we gotta, we're going to have to dig around a little bit. We're going to have to uncover. It's going to be hard. It's going to be uncomfortable. But, but we've got to own it. We've got to name it. We've got to confess it. We've got we've to stare these things in the face and say, you will not control me. Anger, you will not control me. Envy, you will not control me. Jealousy, you will not control me. Greed, insecurity, fear, You will not control me. I'm going to own it. I'm going to name it. I'm going to confess it. I'm going to wrestle with it. We're going to do some business, and we're going to seek change and healing, renewal. We're going to replace it and be healthy. Now, I'm not a therapist, but I've spent hundreds of hours in therapy. And think about this. How different would your life be? in your relationships be now if you had been taught to monitor what was going on in your heart? I mean, what if your father had not allowed his anger or guilt to control him? I mean, how different would your life be? I mean, what if your mom had not allowed fear or envy to control her? How different would your life be? I mean, how do we teach our kids to monitor their hearts? See, those closest to you Experience the overflow of your heart every single day. And many of us are not unaware of it, and that's okay, but it's still true. And this conversation, this message series, is not about your behavior. It's about your heart, what's going on inside of you. Now, if you're single, this is about your future spouse. If you're married, this is about your current spouse. If you're a parent, this is about your kids. If you're dating and in a relationship, this is about your boyfriend or your girlfriend. If you're a boss, this is about your employees. It's time now, summer 2021, to commit, to do it, 
to do the work. Thanks so much for listening today. We would love to hear from you. You can always reach out to us on our social media channels or send us an email at hello at mammychurch.com. Also, be sure to subscribe because you don't want to miss out on any future conversations. I hope our time together inspired you to take your next step in your faith journey.